1: Hello and welcome to another new episode of A Village in Crisis with me, Neil McDermid and my good friend Lee, who has spent another week selling pizzas and ice creams from his cafe on an island in the Stockholm Archipelago. Hello, Lee. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm all right. But how are you? How, how are you and
0: how's your week been? Uh, I'm good. I'm a bit hungover today. Um, we had some friends come by with a boat. And it was her, Sarah's friend's uh, birthday. So we were on the, we went out for dinner in a nice restaurant.
1: Oh, nice. What, back on the mainland or is there? No,
0: we had to get, we got a lift. Uh, you have to take two ferries, car ferries to get to right. the island we're on. So we went back. yeah, Yeah, more or less mainland. And they came on the boat. And yeah, we had a great time. And then we got the first ferry back. And the problem is, is that the ferries only go every half an hour mm. and they match up for a car, not for people walking in between the two ferries. Oh. But some people recognised us and they then went from car to car asking if they would drive us home from the first ferry.
1: Yeah, oh, that's kind.
0: So we got a lift with a guy called Large and it was so random because he had about, I don't, I'm not even joking now, about a thousand toilet rolls in the car with him. <laughs> So he had to move the toilet rolls over to make room for us. What's he planning for? I don't know. know. Maybe he's one of these people that like eats
1: toilet paper. Mm, They are out there. We know. We know. We know. (laughs) Um, You might be interested in what I did yesterday.
0: I was going to ask. It's not all about me. What what did you do yesterday, Neil?
1: Um, A bit different to your day. I went for a walk along a local route that I've never walked before. Tell me more. Yeah. Well, I hope you'd ask. Do you want to know what makes it interesting? Uh, it was a uh, renowned dogging area. Uh, I, I doubt it is because they've put bollards at either end now, so cars can't get down it. But what's interesting about it is it's called the Order of Causeway. And it's okay. a route. It's a route that William the Conqueror and the Norman army took to confront the last ever Saxon uprising by Howard the Wake. OK. So that was in 1071. So yesterday, you, yeah. yesterday, I walked the path that William the Conqueror and his army walked nearly a thousand years ago. Were
0: you inspired in any way? Did you feel greatness in your footsteps?
1: You know what? It's the first, I, I was a bit Bearing in mind, this is on my doorstep, and I've never gone and walked down this route before. Mm. Um, but I did feel like it felt significant that an entire Norman army headed by William the Conqueror had been down there. Like yesterday, I might have been bitten by a mosquito whose ancestor bit William the Conqueror. Uh,
0: yeah, OK. That's brilliant. Yeah. There's a, there's a like route it. that I've walked in Sweden called the Kungslieden. And it means mm. the, king's, the king's route. right? And it, and it was a, I, I don't have the same sort of historic knowledge that you do about it, but about your walks. But basically an exiled king had to uh, walk about 450 kilometers on his own to escape capture Ooh. back towards uh, Stockholm or the south. So this starts about 200 kilometers inside the Arctic Circle. And then, yeah, so I've done a section of that.
1: Well, did you feel that you were walking in the steps of greatness?
0: Um, no, I was with a friend of ours, mm. Barry, and yeah. uh, my dad, and there was a lot of complaining going on.
1: Yeah, so, so it wasn't, not too, it, not too no, regal.
0: It wasn't so, it wasn't so, it wasn't so regal, mm. and it was uh, more frustrating.
1: Lee, it's an exciting inspiring. week. It's an exciting week for the podcast this week. Um, Yeah, you know this because I've told you off pod, but I'm going to tell our listeners we have got our first ever guest. This Um, is so
0: exciting. (laughs) It is exciting. uh, It is so exciting. And I can't wait for you to. I don't know how you're going to set it up and present it, but go for it.
1: Well, for the listeners, I'll and I'll say to you as well, because I don't know how much you follow our social media but i put a message out once saying that i wanted us to crack australia so we'd had listeners in asia we'd had listeners in europe we'd have we'd had listeners in north and south america but we hadn't had any listeners in australia and we cracked australia well-ish anyway and our, our aussie listener got in touch with us on twitter and seemed a fair dinkum kind of guy um so we came to the conclusion it might be fun to have an Aussie correspondent from time to time. Um, so he's coming on this week.
0: It's I, I think it's amazing. I can't I can't wait to meet this guy. I mean I've only seen a picture of him that you yeah. you forwarded to me, and he looks proper Australian. He does. Um, have you
1: have you thought of any questions you might like to ask him?
0: No, I haven't. I I'm <laughs> this is unknown uncharted water for me. Yeah, for you, I guess. I don't, you know,
1: It. it is. It is. I was just saying to my wife, I said, I feel underprepared for having a third person on this podcast.
0: It's intimidating in the fact that it feels like we're going to have to carry him. He's probably expecting us to not bumble our way through it. I mean, when it's just me and you, we can just talk. Yeah. I'm, I might ask him if he has any hedgehog stories.
1: OK, that's good i wonder uh, how big hedgehogs are in australia
0: because i have a new huge. hedgehog story oh do you yeah but i want to share it with him go on okay, yeah, sure. one and then i'm going yeah. to say because this is you know people do fucking bizarre things with hedgehogs
1: yeah they fucking love hedgehogs um well, or not
0: well when i tell my story you'll i think get a better understanding of the complexity okay. of that comment
1: well he, he messaged me earlier and asked if he needed to prep anything and i said we will just wing it um So it could be disastrous. How did he Uh, do that? He said, "Okay, yeah, I'll see you at quarter past.
0: But we are going to do the uh, thread, right? And he's going to. We are going
1: to do a thread. We're going to do a thread. I don't want to. I have thought about that. um, So I don't want to give any spoilers before he comes on. Um, But anyway, before we do that, let's just have a a quick look at some local matters. Uh, You'll you'll like this. It's a, a tiny little insight into some of the villages there's a bloke in the village let's call him danny dickhead um (laughs) he he, he decided it was a good idea to put up a post that said this it said could this possibly be the most peaceful place on planet earth and it was accompanied by a satellite photo from google with a pin dropped in it highlighting dumb woman's lane
2: That's
0: misogynistic, isn't it? It is misogynistic. That's the best way to describe it. And and your uh, moniker for him is uh, very apt. He's mm. a dickhead.
1: Um, Simone Speaks Sense responded. And she said, oh, we haven't had a sexist post on here for a while. What decade do you live in? Slow clap. Did he respond?
0: What do you think? I think he did, otherwise we wouldn't be having this conversation.
1: <laughs> he said, Simone, perhaps you would prefer a more female friendly place then. And then he put a new photo with a pin in a map. What do you think that place was called? Oh, I don't know. Go on. there's us <laughs> <there's nothing laughs> guesses. Or, or do you not want to? Do you not want to? inadvertently put yourself along the same thought process of uh Danny Dickhead.
0: I've I've worked hard to get away from the, the same thought process of, of of the Danny Dickheads of this world. Yeah. I mean, let's be fair, I don't think it doesn't come naturally for a lot of people to I mean you have to work at not being um a man, male chauvinistic pig, I think.
1: Like, i think i think you probably certainly our generation we were still probably brought up with a bit of a hangover of males are the superior gender
0: yeah and i don't mind being like on with regards to anything i don't mind being educated on it uh and i i welcome it and my wife is a is a very feministic and i like that i like that that's being passed on to our our daughters, and also I like being feministic myself.
1: Is feministic? Is it not just feminist?
0: I, I use the word feministic <laughs> on a regular basis, and you're the only one that's ever pulled me up on it. But that's not unsurprising.
2: Oh,
1: well, I, might I might be wrong. I might be wrong. You know, yeah. um, Simone, perhaps you'd prefer a more female-friendly place then. Come on, okay. just have one guess of what the place was called. It was called um Fanny Lane. No. It was called Dildo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, why didn't I think of that?
1: <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Sadly, and this is I mean um as we've spoken about on this podcast before I'm a voyeur I'm constantly scouring the village Facebook page to get content and I saw that thread I thought that's getting taken down and it didn't it did but I took screenshots oh. thankfully I took those screenshots but I think that could have run and run actually that thread I would be absolutely well I
0: wouldn't be shocked but at the same time I would be shocked, again uh, harping back to our, our previous comments, that anybody jumped in and supported him in that. No, I, I mean, doubt. If, well, it, if they did it would it, it would definitely be, you'd have to be with other people, just go like I'm going to jump on this and just get him, get him wound up and get them wound up and yeah. basically doing it for comedy effect. Cause I, I, I can't get my head around people who who are
1: like that, but you know, Well they're they're, they're not like there. that. They're out there. They're not just down the pub saying that to their mate. They're going, Oh, I've thought of something funny. There's a place called Dumb Woman Lane. I'm gonna put that on Facebook and say this must be the most quiet place. It doesn't even make sense. Really. It doesn't. Well, he's, he's making I mean you'd reference expect to a, a to dumb, dumb woman women being, or a dumb be person. Quiet. Yeah, but you'd expect him just to jibber jabber on if anything. <laughs> <laughs> man or woman you'd expect dumb people just to be like banging on about random shit yeah or unless i mean like technically dumb like mute dumb
0: oh you'd expect them just to sit there be quiet then obviously yeah mute yeah the mute people they don't make any noise at all do they they're not even like a hummer like "Mm."
1: (laughs) (laughs) we've just had a conversation about how hard you try not to um not to to be the person that you potentially could be you know where you're not educated where you're not enlightened um and then you've hummed suggesting that maybe that isn't a dumb person i don't know i don't know um i i don't know i don't know and i'm not getting into it well by the way we are in theory we are about a minute from being joined by our Aussie correspondent so it's exciting to see if this he comes brilliant. in if he doesn't by the way this whole podcast is totally fucked because the the whole thing is geared to, around him coming in so there might be some panicked scrabbling around if he, if he I, never come even, in. I
0: never even I never even gave it any consideration that he wouldn't join up he he, no. he, he appeared super keen
1: Didn't he is say keen. That I,
0: he did say that I, I was amazing as well, didn't he? No. Was that someone
1: else? That was someone else, yeah. Right. Yeah. Several other people, probably. That was super fan rich. Oh, uh, you know what? Lee, someone else has said to me that you are funny. Hmm. Someone said that face to face to me. Really? Yeah. Somebody
0: that you are friends with, or just a random that?
1: No, someone I'm someone I'm friends with, but that doesn't know you. Okay. That's nice. Uh, While we're waiting for our Aussie correspondent, there there was another uh, little post that I saw and I thought I'd bring it up to you. There's somebody, just to get your thoughts on what's gone on here. So somebody said, could anybody recommend someone who could build as a patio? What do you think's gone on there?
2: Serial killer hiding Mm -hmm. bodies.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I thought, but then again Definitely. if you were a serial killer, would you get someone in to do it for you?
0: I wouldn't i if I was a serial killer i would I would be thinking so many steps down the road, like in terms of my planning on becoming a serial killer, yeah, I would have already like thought about going on a course to be able to do patios. I would then I would have taught myself rope tying techniques. Yeah. I would be looking at where I would be sourcing my victims. Okay. Uh, there would be so much planning going into me becoming a serial killer.
1: Where you are sourcing your victims? So yeah. yeah would okay. I would I
0: do it in the village where I live, or would I would I would I be mobile? I mean, you've got to think about how the police would be trying to catch you. You'd yeah. be looking for patterns, and you'd have to be sporadic.
2: But then, yeah, within
0: true. your within your sporadicness, the sporadicity of it all, yeah, would would that therefore lead to a pattern inadvertently? Lots of things to think about.
1: Okay, okay. And, and then I once you say... have your
0: victim, what are you going to do with said victim?
1: Well, I've always had a thought on that. Um mm-hmm. I. I... I've always thought, there's there's not enough people. Well, there might be, for all we know. This might be, I might be onto something. No one ever looks up for bodies. So I would put them in some, like, really hard-wearing, like the birds couldn't peck through, green tarpaulin-y type stuff, and I would hoist (laughs) them to the top of an evergreen tree. You've you've told me this before.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And I said it was fundamentally flawed. Yes. And also really sick. (laughs) And now we're recording you saying it again. (laughs) Why would you put your victims in a plastic bag up in the tree?
1: Because people don't look up.
0: I mean, in its essence, it's quite clever. Mm. But how are you going to get them up there? And those oh. trees have to be massive.
1: Yeah. You've got to get them to the tree and use a complex network of ropes and pulleys.
0: I mean, that's going to definitely, I mean, you, you, there's a bigger, higher chance of you um, alerting people to your activities as a serial yeah. killer if you're creating pulley systems, like a modern day Da Vinci or something.
1: If we move on from um, serial killing, there, yeah, there, there's, there's something else. We spoke last week about four day weeks at the uh, at the local council, didn't we? Um, so somebody yeah, has, has come on. There's there's a a news article that someone shared. It's from the Daily Mail. Um, yeah. That must is mean or- it's good. Yeah, <laughs> council is ordered to halt four day week immediately by minister. And then the person that shared the comment has said about time they got back to work in full time and did the job hiding behind Covid. Then a four day week at our expense just shows that there are too many staff in the council.
0: I mean, there'll always be people. That are not going to like it, and especially at a government level. I, I think it needs to be it needs to work at. A, a private level first to show that it's uh, it's achievable, and then harness it in in terms of the
1: public sector. Don't you agree? Um, I mean, I, I, like I said the other week, I'm all for it. Um, but it was a it was an interesting thread because you've got this one. Per, well, the first response was, "Is that true, or did you read it in the Daily Mail?" <laughs> <laughs> there, there
0: are people. The world is split in or Britain is split into two types of people, people who read the Daily Mail and and believe it. And those that can't stand it won't even look at it.
1: No. Well, I reckon there's a third as well. um, I was going to say,
0: actually, I'm I'm get it for the crossword.
1: (laughs) I'll just get it for the crossword. I
0: I, I like the showbiz bit as well, if you're flicking through it, just to see, you know, what's going on. It's like, I think the Daily Mail is the same as TMZ in America, right?
1: Right. Uh, I don't really know much about TMZ, but I think it's, well, what I do know, I think that's a bit more gossip, celebrity focused, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And that's what I mean. The showbiz part of the Daily Mail. I I have given away a source as well for, we're in a WhatsApp chat group, aren't
1: we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also use that, so don't worry.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We know what we're talking about. We might, yeah. t- we might touch on
1: it in the future. Our uh, Aussies having um, tech problems, by the way? Anyway, so the, the original poster. So someone said, is that true or did you read it in the Daily Mail? And the original poster said, it's a fact. And we all know who they are. Slackers who need to get back to work and do the job they're paid for. All this woke stuff is ruining the country. They can do the job in four days. Then they if they can do the job in four days, then they need even more work or less people. Simple. That's one way of looking at it, I suppose. A
0: lot of them are fucking slackers, aren't
1: they? (laughs) I think you're going to get slackers in every way for life. Oh, talking of slackers. Talking of slackers. Hold on. We've got. Here we go. I mean, in it's admitting
0: his name's Joel.
1: He's called Joel. Yeah. Is he going to join looks us? Like, yeah, it
0: looks
1: like he's having tech issues. And he's got his mic muted at the moment. I wonder if he oh, and I can't see his face either. Which can you? No. Mm, that's sad. Here we go. Ooh, ooh. Action. Ooh. Hey.
0: Hello. <laughs> ah, hello. <laughs>
1: G'day, Joel. <laughs> G'day, mate. How are you?
2: Very well. Nice to meet you. That's, absolutely, yeah. I fuck, I had some bloody issues, and I tried to hook up. And of course, because it's about eight years old, it's just completely out of date and everything. So now I'm going to try and sort of find something to mount it on. So uh, my phone on because right. I had to use my phone, which is a bit inconvenient. But um, oh, it's working. Yeah. Um, now the back of the, or the bottom of a blender that'll do.
1: Um, we were just talking, funnily enough, we were just talking about um, slackers as you came on. So that's quite quite apt. Are you a slacker, <laughs> Joel?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is that like a <laughs> slang for someone who doesn't do much? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I think every... Yeah, if you're not a slacker, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, what, that's what I reckon. Um, uh,
0: intro- Neil, did you have an intro for Joel?
1: I, I didn't have an intro for Joel, but I I had a question. Oh, you're slacking. Slacking. Yeah, I am slacking. Joel, did you become a listener in the first place because of my guerrilla marketing? I, Lee, just I don't know if you're aware, that there, there was a point when we were so desperate for listeners. Um
0: That's that when you I
1: Doing this, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, When I so I was following people on Twitter, and if they followed me back, I would then get in touch and say, Thanks for following me, why don't you listen to our podcast? Is that how we found you, Joel, or how you found us?
2: Um, we're actually talking about this today, um, before my missus had to fly over to Western Australia. Now, and we're not entirely sure how it happened, but I think pretty much. I made a very, very half-assed attempt at doing just this, probably about maybe uh, six months ago or so, and I just started annoying people. Like, you know, I'd go on a hike with my friends. I'd say, "Okay, stop, you know, and set up the GoPro," and then it'd all fuck up, and they'd have to do it again. I just thought oh, this is just—it's just pissing people off, you know. Like, <laughs> and um, and like I had that sort of thing where it was like, even if it was, even if it did work, you know, is it worth my time, sort of thing. So anyway, um, I part of it was kind of experimenting to see how much of an online presence I could get through Twitter, um, yeah. which is definitely the wrong platform. Uh, but I got the attention of another, pro, like another podcast that's quite large. And when you guys followed me, I got a notification. I hadn't been on Twitter for months. I was like, Fuck right. What's going on here, you know? And then I had a look, and I followed you guys back. And then I think I messaged you um, initially saying, oh, look, I'm really looking forward to having a look at your podcast. And then you said, uh, you would be disappointed. (laughs) 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 And I got you hooked. And I was
1: really disappointed. (laughs) I, 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 I think then we'll go full circle. So that other podcast is probably Chatterbix.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if I was meant to mention that. But some, for some, I can't remember how I got their attention, but I sent them a few messages um, seeing if I could, you know, sort of, you know, because I do like a lot of adventuring sort of stuff and, you know, I, I, I think it's quite interesting. Probably people think it's boring, you know. but um, And they can, and this is the beauty about these, um, you know, like sort of interactions, you know, online, you know, when you send someone a message. See that
1: they've seen it. Yeah. Um. Cool. We can still hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can. I can oh, hear okay. you
2: guys. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, they could see my. or me- well, they had seen my message, but they ignored it. And I sort of tried a couple of times, and I just said, uh oh, look, they're just. Yeah, you're probably sort of jumping a few steps here. You've got to sort of start yeah. a bit smaller.
1: So. And and yeah, and it- <laughs> so you have decided to start. At the absolute <laughs> rock bottom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. But the good thing is, like, I mean, I started listening to some of the things that you guys did, and, like, I was just immediately, I, I knew the kind of people that you guys were sort of, like, you know, dissecting, like, that, yeah. those interactions. Um, where I live, in uh, a city, in Victoria, in the southern or southeastern part of Australia, we've got name and shame groups. Oh, wow. So that's brilliant. Yeah. That is <laughs> yeah, brilliant. yeah. So, yeah. And it, it always just sort of follows the same thing, like, you know. But uh, describe what, what is the
0: concept of the name and shame group? Give us a, a brief example of how that works.
2: Okay. Well, uh, you know, like if you're walking down the road or something, uh Yeah, and it, it could be anything. Um, you know, you, you know, you see someone dump a shopping trolley or something, you know, and you you take a, a picture
1: of them and you put it on this name and shame group. Or, you know, <laughs> 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 what I love about that is there's no backstory whatsoever. So you see, no. a, you see a moment of time, a moment in time, and you think, well, that person must be up to no good, and you take a photo of a sticker. Well, they might have just taken that trolley off the road because the car was going to into it and just yeah, put it by the side of
0: the because, road. Because that, that can be then discussed, because people could leap <laughs> to that person's defence and say that, and then everyone else can go, oh, fuck off, not a chance.
2: Well, I, I think Australians aren't like that. They just jump on the bandwagon and just say the first thing that comes to their head. So, you know, you're right, it could be like a yeah, a local member of parliament or something putting a shopping trolley on the side of the road and then all of a sudden it's in the front page of the fucking advertiser. You know what I'm thinking Like Yeah, this person's done this and done that. yeah. Um, um Joe, like, um, I was gonna
0: I was gonna say I've just started watching uh Married at First Sight, Australia. Uh oh for the first time ever. <laughs> I've gone into uh season eight. And I'm starting. Yeah. To, I feel like I'm getting an idea of the type of person Australian people are, based on where they're from. Would yeah. that be an accurate yeah. description? Can Can I take Married at First Sight Australia as my my reference point for Australians and where they're from and and what type of person they are?
2: Um. I mean, not not exclusively. Um. Oh, I mean, not not. Not not everyone from Queensland's racist. <laughs> 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 just just most of them. Um So uh look it's
1: Yeah, look I suppose you could. Um But also you've got Yeah, to I mean, it depends with, on... with with those programs, everyone on there they're the they're the worst of society. Well, actually, by and large, aren't they? They're the worst of society. You get the you get the odd anomaly on Married at First Sight. But by and large, the people on there, they just want to be on TV. They can give a shit about going on and finding love or whatever.
2: No, and, you yeah, know, those people, you know, they, they have, you know, this thing inside them that says I'm better than, I don't know, being a, a you know, fucking nail technician or a hairdresser or something, you know. And the only way, you know, and then someone will say, oh, well, why don't you go to university and re educate? And then they just decide, oh, that's too hard. So I'll just go and flog myself up on television, you know? And then as well, you're probably at the hands of the editors as well, because they'll just yeah. make you look exactly the way they want you to look anyway.
0: That must yeah. be an amazing job, don't you think? Just like being an editor and just fucking people over, just going to the <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be an editor actually, thinking about it. Okay, this guy's annoying me. You know what? I'm going to cut out all the good stuff and just put in the bit mm. where he goes, oh, Do you know what? I'm honest and that gets me into trouble. And then he says horrible shit. He's like, Stop saying horrible shit then. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Or, you know, put some voiceovers in or something. Like, you know, just as he's about to say something really nice, like, you know, put a voiceover
1: in. Yeah. Or sneak yeah, a couple me- of fake farts in
0: oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah um, um can, i know joel, got you... A little, you haven't got a plan have you well can i asked joel I've... about if he has a, a hedgehog story
1: oh okay go on yeah you wanted to ask that
0: because we all seem to have hedgehog stories and i wondered if you had a we... funny hedgehog story
2: no we don't have hedgehogs in australia um yeah, we've got a it's difficult. Oh Yeah. What's that? Yeah, echidnas. Um, no, yeah, well, you, hedge know, hedge know, it's, you know, it's, no, they're small. I think they're about the size of, um, I don't know, the size of, uh, I don't know, like the size of a small soccer ball, like you know, kids' soccer ball sort of thing. Maybe. Yeah, that's bigger than know. a hedgehog. Yeah. Is it? I thought hedgehogs were like quite like the size of a dog or like a small dog. <laughs> I'd love to see a
1: hedgehog the size of the dog. I'd actually be scared of a hedgehog the size the I'd be
0: dog. so fucking terrified. That's a porcupine, isn't it? <laughs> oh,
2: Basically. yeah. Yeah, there's a porcupine as well. Yeah. But, so, but you're, the hedgehogs, they give birth to live young, right? Yeah. yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've got the platypus and the echidna, and they're monitoring, so they're egg-laying mammals.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's fucked up. Bay yeah,
2: um, and That's yeah, they family. obviously like, <laughs> it's old school, <laughs> <laughs> but it's prehistoric um, kind of behaviour, isn't it? Oh
0: uh,
2: Yeah, I, well, I suppose dinosaurs, what dinosaurs what sort of
0: I think of it. eggs being laid by mammals. I don't think um,
2: dinosaurs were mammals though, mate. No, they
0: weren't. They were, didn't have no, hair. No, no, they, they were, were, were reptiles, reptiles or something. Th- they were yeah, right. All right, moving on. Good. Uh well let you're, you're worse than Neil.
1: Let's move on. Because I do <laughs> I do have a thread. Right. Um do you live, Joel, in a place called Geelong?
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: Geelong. Uh, yep. Geelong. Okay, cool. Uh I saw that on your um Twitter thing. So I I went onto Facebook and thought I'll get on the Geelong community um notice board and stuff i went on there and there was fuck all on there it's just people advertising and stuff like that so i thought i need to break it down geelong was bigger than i hoped i I was hoping you were going to live in like absolute outback middle of nowhere um Mm. and geelong is like a suburb of victoria then is it or a no it's a a city it's like 250. oh oh, right but outside melbourne is it it's about uh
2: about an hour outside of melbourne 76 kilometers to the station
1: so I thought what I'd have to do is I'm going to have to go to the little boroughs of Geelong to to get the good stuff. So, um, well, first of all, I thought this feature could be called Struth Mate." What's going on in Geelong? Um, what, what do you think?
2: Yeah, um, <laughs> you probably wouldn't want to say that if you visit.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I bet, yeah, you'd, um, yeah, they'd probably. Um, Stone for that, I think. No, I mean it wouldn't be offensive or anything, but people just go, What's this fucking guy on about? You know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that wouldn't be the first time that um, happens. Um yeah. have you have you ever been to Warn Ponds Skate Park?
2: I have. Yeah, not you not have. to skate, but to um I, I have, yeah, not to skate. Um but I, I have been past that, it. What were you doing there if you were like skating?
1: <laughs> well, I've before, before Joel answers that, <laughs> before Joel answers that, I think I think I might know. So here's the post. Mm-hmm. It's from Donna Dildo. And Joel, <laughs> this is the second time the word Dildo has been mentioned in this podcast today. So yep. Donna says, Hi parents of Grovedale, Warm Ponds, and surrounds. Last two days, my kid was at the Warm Ponds skate park he's in the park. Today I joined him due to what was going on yesterday. Yesterday, according to my kid, Other kids were throwing rocks at my kid, throwing liquid at my kid, trying to borrow or swap my kid's bike, trying to get my kid to give his backpack to them just to hold, offering him a chance to use their vape. My kid wasn't smoking. Today, based on what I saw there was vaping. You could see some of them had never vaped before and were being introduced that day by the by the hype around it. I'm all in favour of vaping to quit, but this doesn't seem like what was going on. Throwing condoms at each other and putting them <laughs> on their heads, carrying around a dildo and rubbing it on each other, um, <laughs> saying <laughs> saying they would rape another kid's sister, saying oh. they would gang up to beat a kid up for saying that he'd rape another kid's sister. Oh. <laughs> The, the kids involved were between 12 and 16, I guess, and there was maybe 20 in total in two different groups. The kids in these groups who had a scooter, skateboard or bike were in the minority. Mostly they were just hanging around. At the same time, there were primary school kids with their parents using the park. One little kid was incredible on the skateboard. Awesome to watch. So in case your kids were at the park today or your kids asked to go to the park at some point during the holidays. Now, you know. Oh, boy. That's, that's a lot.
2: Intense. Uh, that's yeah. intense. Yeah, that's, that's so, a lot to yeah, it's a lot to unpack.
1: So when Lee asked you what you were doing at Warren Park's um a uh, Warn Ponds uh, skate park, were you throwing a condom at anyone or putting <laughs> it on your head, or were you carrying a dildo round and rubbing it on other people?
0: <laughs> be honest now, Joel. Um, <laughs> if you want to come back on the pod, be honest. Uh, I, I was actually, uh, I, I was actually selling Please
2: it to him. I was, I, I was a supplier. Of <laughs> <I've> used dildos. <laughs> yeah. No, and look, to be fair as well, like you can't target, you know, 12 to 16 year olds because they had at Warm Ponds and Grovedale, that behaviour continues well into your 30s. So, yeah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, yeah, boy. Um. I mean, if you want to unpack that a little bit more, I think we should probably do it sort of like um, yeah, section or paragraph by paragraph. Could OK, probably I'll, like, I'll, uh, maybe
1: I'll start again. So yeah. this yeah. this mother, Donna, Donna Dildo, she went to warm ponds. Um, yeah, because of a report back first her mistake. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so her, her kid had said that other kids were throwing rocks at her kid, throwing right. liquid at her kid. What kind of liquid? Yeah.
0: That's that's the first question I had about this whole thing. What was it like? Were they throw, pissing into condoms and throwing it at them? Were they squirting water no. out of a plastic bottle or something?
1: Yeah, i will go for piss on that. Yeah, I will mm-hmm. go with piss as well. Um, trying yeah, to borrow, trying to borrow or swap my kid's bike. Um, so trying to steal the the, the kid's yeah. bike. Trying to get my kid to give his backpack to them just to hold or offering them a chance to use their vape. So that's the start. OK, I'm I'm, I'm going to put it out there. You know, some kids are natural born victims. Do you think her kid is one of those kids? It sounds Uh, like it. (laughs) well he's definitely a victim that's for sure yeah.
2: <laughs> um whether or not he's a born victim yeah i don't know probably have to call it the school wouldn't we <laughs> yeah
1: is it, um is, I mean, is so, that, some kids are is just an actual target of, yeah is that the kind of place you'd go joel if you could handle yourself like do, do you only go there to that skate park if you can handle yourself yeah, Um
2: yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Look, it, it's definitely a rough area, and of course, you know, the skating is probably somewhere where you go if you you don't want to be at school. Um, yeah, it's definitely not somewhere I'd go if I had a if I was a born victim. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I would suggest <laughs> this: the fact that he's
0: <clears throat> gone back down there, where well, he's gone home and told his fucking mum about it, mm. suggests that he's a bit of a putty and then he's allowed his mum to follow him down the next day to observe what's happening yeah he says to me he's got no street now whatsoever oh, yeah. so in some respects I think he, he's got it coming to him
2: well and the thing is, yeah I mean the thing is as well they're not just going to leave it at the skate park you know they, no. they're going to find out he's you know playing at a different park or if there's a shopping centre or following the school and Um, and i don't know well i'm assuming they'll go to school why would they start picking on to start with
1: yeah yeah that that
0: information was lacking wasn't it
1: yeah we need Hmm. to know and then he's probably gone
0: down there with like a a a new skateboard or was it a skateboard or a bike he had with him uh
1: yeah it's a a skateboard you can do biking as well yeah bike bike
0: yeah
1: they're trying to swap the
2: bike
0: yeah, he's probably got like a brand new mongoose or whatever it's called. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe limited maybe
1: knowledge sk- of <laughs> BMXs. <laughs> maybe the skate kids don't like um, bike kids.
2: Yeah, it could be a bit of a rift there. But really, like, you'd think that the skate kids and the bike kids are just going up on some dickhead on rollerblades. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we know that roller, roller, rollerbladers are the shittest,
1: you
0: know? Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> What do the they say? The enemy of my, <laughs> yeah, just go go full <laughs> the on, enemy on the rollerbladers.
1: Of the, um... <coughs> yeah, what is that saying, Lee? you were close to something there, isn't it? The, the enemy, enemy of... of my enemy is of my friend. My enemy is my friend. Yeah. yeah. Is that relevant now here?
0: Yeah, because that would mean skaters and bikers ganging up on rollerbladers.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. So based right. on what she saw there, she saw them vaping, and you could see some of them had never vaped before, and were being introduced to that by the hype around it. um She's all in favour of vaping, but she this didn't seem like what was going on. Uh, all in favour of vaping to quit, but this didn't seem like what was going on. Um, yeah, they, uh,
2: she, I mean, she doesn't know they're probably trying to quit. And once again, yeah. it's a bit of a rough area. You now, could <laughs> <laughs> have been smoking since their eight. <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, yeah, I wonder because so vape, vapes aren't tough, are they? Really? You know, they get like watermelon ice and uh, strawberry and cream flavor and shit like that. It doesn't really go hand in hand with kids who used to smoke PCP.
1: No, that's true. <laughs> I, 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 I think the two. I think the two key um, aspects in this thread of this throwing condoms at each other and putting them on their heads. And carrying a dildo yeah. around and rubbing it on each other.
2: Yeah, and that's what I was sort of going to say. I think the other things are very sort of typical of, um, you know, kids. Like, I mean, no doubt, you know, we all started or at least tried smoking at, you know, 15 or 16, stole a few off, you know, your uncle or something. And um, But I, I must say, I've done a lot of things in my life, but I can't remember walking around a skate park as a 16-year-old with condoms and like rubbing dildos on people. That's, <laughs>
1: that's
2: not something <laughs> you're gonna forget, my life. is it?
1: <laughs> have you never
2: yeah,
1: yeah. I, I have put a condom over my head and tried to blow it up with my nose before. Have you never tried that? No. You stretch it over your head, you get it under your nose, yeah, and then blow the it up with your nose, yeah. I
0: went to the cinema
1: with a friend once, <laughs> kids,
0: and he nicked a pack of condoms. <laughs> I think they were like chocolate flavor and he put it up one nostril and pulled it out the other side of the nostril and was sort of like, like rub, like pulling it like a band between his nostrils.
2: Yeah. I think when I was a kid, I used to do that with spaghetti sometimes. <laughs> Obviously, after <it> being cooked. cooks. <laughs> <laughs> that was my um, next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember the first packet of condoms I bought was with one of my best mates like we went halves because we had no money I've got no like we, I, I don't and think you were actually share the anyway. idea of <laughs> yeah at some point they were both, it was all going to work out for watch. was it going to be on the same girl oh, uh, oh, oh that's not what the joke was sort of saying Come on, mate. Right. sorry I just you know I think it's an um, irrelevant question yeah no, we, no you the well there was no girl in sight um, so yeah, where, well, where I did grow up was actually a small town of like 400. So, um, yeah, and there weren't any girls there really. Uh, but now we bought this packet of condoms. Of 400 and... men. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. like a prison. <laughs> <laughs> no, you uh, you got a, a prison, job? <laughs> 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 finish
1: story.
2: Oh, it's a shit story anyway. It wasn't going anywhere. Um,
0: move
1: on it was, was yeah, we, this, Fred. fun. Were there any answers to this, Fred? There were some comments. Um, Someone, uh, Nina, no problem. She says, I've never had an issue at this skate park and we spend a lot of time here. I have noticed graffiti. Interestingly, the place has never really been tagged before. I agree with letting the local police know. This isn't on. Loads of kids live nearby, cruise in for hassle free skate on their own. Okay. That's quite nice. And then there's uh, someone comes in here and uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure this comment makes a great deal of sense in response to the thread. I was at the bus stop and some kid came up to me and someone punched him. Hopefully he told someone, like I said. <laughs>
2: OK. <laughs> well, you know, you tell someone, maybe you get another one, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Um, um. But that, you know, that doesn't really seem to have any bearing on the on the conversation at all.
2: No, bit, but, like, and that's what these people do. They just they just need to be heard. They just yeah, there's a there's a, a address uh, an issue that needs to be addressed, and they just think I'm going to say something, anything, yeah. just because I can. You
1: know, <laughs> I've got to get myself out there. But what, what I wanted to do this week was build up a picture of Geelong. Um, And and maybe I've picked the wrong borough to do so. And next time when you're on jail, maybe you can give us a more um, genuine and real insight of of the city. But there was another thread that that I just wanted to read to you because it caught my eye. Um, Around 2 p.m., witnessed what looked like mail theft as a rough looking Caucasian guy with peroxide blonde bowl haircut and heavily tattooed face and neck suspiciously looking around grabbed a small parcel from the letterbox and bolted down the corner to his accompanied car drove past them as they were opening the parcel and asked what they were doing and they both became abusive and threatening so took a pic of the number plate um (laughs) <laughs> so there is a photo <laughs> of the car. Uh theft is corner yeah. oh well I won't say where it is, but the corner of Duplex is on such and such and such and such road, if anyone knows the owners. Okay. What what, what car um, were they driving? Uh I don't really know. a Ford Mondeo, maybe? I'd say that's a Mondeo. Uh, it sounds okay. like it'll be a Ford Falcon. Oh, okay. Um do you not have do you not have Mondeos?
2: Yeah, we do, but people who steal mail don't drive Mondeos. Uh, <laughs>
0: they drive <laughs> they drive
1: <pelicans.
2: laughs> I reckon they
0: drive them in England, right?
1: Um but this uh, the is... Mondeos.
0: Yeah. People who nick mail mm-hmm. probably drive Mondeos in England.
1: Well, this the old this ones. I, I wanted to read you this thread because of this comment in response. Um Great guy, that one. He once came into my property, had me pinned to my car, threatening to bash me and my family. He then ran through my house, ripped my then six-year-old from her bed and wouldn't let her out to me. She was so scared and I can still hear her screams of fear. What could he be charged with? Trespassing? Yeah, I feel safe so, seeing him roam the streets. The cops know him and nothing will be done.
2: What? I think that's a lie. I think that if someone does that, the cops surely will do something.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's, I
2: mean, that's seems to that seems to me that was
0: harrowing to hear. Yeah. A per- peroxide, ta- heavily tattooed man, peroxide blonde hair, cut into a bowl, running into your house and effectively kidnapping your six year old, taking a um, hostage. It's, yeah. it's harrowing. There's no other word for it. Uh,
1: the, yeah, the reason I oh, wanted to oh, read that. Uh, The reason I wanted to read that comment is because the next comment was fantastic. (laughs) So the original poster (laughs) says, OMG, how horrible. I'm so sorry you and your family went through this. So that all makes sense. That's nice. How how do you know it's the same guy, the car or the tattoos? (laughs) Mm. Uh, Well, what do you fucking think? This guy let's just describe him again peroxide blonde bold haircut and a heavily tattooed face and neck suspiciously looking around um and he's driving this car so he,
0: maybe that's the I look think, think, in this part of australia
1: oh yeah so maybe there's more than one person with that look
2: it looks it sounds like someone out of you know like um, grand theft auto or something doesn't it yeah um, <laughs> <clears throat> well uh, i don't know i think um well, the guy's obviously a fucking idiot. <laughs> you can't, yeah, I think but then, you're right. But, but I don't understand why. Why didn't they? No, I don't know. I can't. Like, I'm a bit stumped on this one because I don't, I can't even sort of you know think of the. What, there's so many questions. What What was she doing outside? Why wasn't the door locked or open? Like, what was it open to start with?
1: Oh, we can't. <laughs> we can't. We can't victim blame here, Joe. A crazed oh, guy yeah, right. gone into is, the sorry. property, pinned me to the car, to bash her and her family, and then ran through the house, ripped her six-year-old from bed, and wouldn't let her out. And when Joel's question is, what was she doing outside?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a fair point.
1: Um, yes, yeah, so, sorry about that, society, Geelong. Um, is, is is Geelong a safe place to visit?
2: Ah. Uh, well, the community page it suggest not but i haven't had any you know junctions run through my heads uh well, i this, did have
0: is key that because you've got peroxide blonde hair and tattoos up your neck
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's i'm sort of um trying to sort of steer the conversation away from this so not to spark suspicion
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is um, well, i'll just i'll just stress this is a grovedale stroke worn ponds community notice board so it's not um, it's not Geelong as a whole. It's it's drilled down on an area.
2: Yeah, yeah. And look, I mean, warm ponds in Geelong isn't uh, warm ponds in Grovedale isn't even that bad of an area. Um, uh. huh. No, there's much worse uh, areas than that. Um, look, I don't know. I just I I think Geelong Geelong's a really lovely place, but it's one of those places where even though the actual uh, you know it's the the surroundings are nice. There's always those little pockets where it's just shit, yeah, absolute rubbish. Like, you know, there's yeah, you know, mattresses and car wrecks and shit everywhere. And you know, there's always a blue. Um, so you can't really sort of. It's worth a visit if you're in the area. Let's put it that way. Um, you always maybe not Grovedale. down.
1: In a city with 250,000 you're going to have some areas that are a bit dodgy. Oh, 100%. 100 Lee's currently um, on an Lee's currently on an island in the Swedish archipelago. What's the population of that island, Lee? Uh I think
0: it's like 400 as a general rule. Mm. Uh year round, and then in uh, the summer it swells to about 60,000 visitors.
2: Have you ever seen anyone rubbing dildos on each other in the low season?
0: No, but then I'm not here in the low (laughs) season. I don't know what they get up to when I'm not around. But there are some some fucking oddballs on the island. Uh, Mm. But, you know, just in a sort of Scandinavian oddball kind of way. Um, Yeah, like socks and sandals and things like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's popular.
1: Did you ever see the film Midsummer? Joel. No,
2: I didn't. I, no, I uh, didn't. I, no, look, I, I, was
1: talking, have... I was talking to Lee about that the other day and saying you should watch it. It's quite a good film. Um and it's about um midsummer in Sweden and some uh craziness um that happens there. I'd I'd recommend watching it. But we need to we need to start <laughs> wrapping up on that bombshell. Um we need to start wrapping up because we're getting to the end of, of this week's pod. Um I think Joel has been a fantastic addition. Um, what do you think, Lee?
0: Yeah, no, I've uh, first time we've met, and I uh, you brought some uh, entertainment to the pod. I'm looking forward to listening oh. back to it. Um, what, yeah, we,
1: well, what we need to do. I, next time, I, Joel.
0: I, I would just, I would love for this pod to become so big that we can have you on regularly, and then eventually we could fly to Australia and record this together. Like, that would be, like, my we ultimate
2: do, goal. Well, we could do it on site at the Warren Ponds Grovedale Skate Park.
0: Brilliant. We could go looking for the blonde guy. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. It. We could get his take on it.
2: But there, oh, I mean, and I know, yeah, I know we have to wrap it up, but there are some really notable wackos around. Like, there's a guy, I call him Melted Face Man, and he looks like <laughs> he's this <just got> his <laughs> He's,
0: Tell me what he looks like. His,
2: <laughs> um <clears throat> just well, his face looks like it's sort of melted and he's got like his hair he's got like one hair per square centimetre all over his head. <laughs> um So actually, you know what he kind of looks like? He kind of his hair reminds me of um, like Riff Raff from uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh yeah. thin. (laughs) Yeah, and he he always and look to be fair, he's a really nice guy. Like, I mean, he's a weird guy. I don't know what his story is. I've never bothered asking, but um, I always try and sort of avoid him. I'm give him a bit of a nod and then pretend I'm on the phone or something. Um, But the only time he's ever spoken to come into contact with him. Uh, well, he's on the way to where I walk the dog down at the park. Um, but then, yeah, this one time I was sitting down at the cafe down at the um, down the road, and he came up to me, and he must have noticed that one of the indicators on my car was blinking really fast. And he came up and said, "Could do for a resistor. It'd slow down the indicator speed." And then just fucked off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and i was like oh all right, yeah cheers man um so that's your only interaction with melted face man he sounds quite helpful
2: yeah yeah he is yeah i mean it would have been better if rather than tell him he actually just changed it um that would have been more, <laughs> more helpful um there's another there's another guy we, that we, pushes around we, one yeah, of these Joel, we knew a, a person
0: and that person's nickname was MASH because of the way that person's
2: face looked. Oh, no. (laughs) Was he like a boxer or something?
1: It was was a female. Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) Lads,
2: (laughs) you're better than that. We are better than that.
0: I always used her real name when
2: I addressed her. I wasn't that guy. Oh no, you call it Sharon or something. And you save the, the knives for when she wasn't around behind <laughs> her back.
1: <laughs> right, we've got to wrap this up. It's going south. <laughs> but before before we do, uh, Joel, are you watching the ashes? Are you into the cricket?
2: No, nah, look I, I I'm more of a rugby guy. Um I I'm thirty nine and I got roped into playing rugby, but that's a story for another another time. Um, so I played rugby yesterday, but yeah, look, I, I'm aware that the Ashes is on. Uh, I don't really watch it because I, it just goes too long. Uh, well, it's going
1: to it, it's going to start again in one minute, and England are hanging on by a thread. You're absolutely crushing cool. us. Uh, but next time, okay. Joel, um, we'll we'll prep a bit more. I'll I'll set you some homework and say get us a thread. Maybe not from Wharton Ponds because everyone there has seen psychopaths. We'll get us a thread and you can deliver the thread to us and then we can pass comment on it next time um next time you're on. That might be good.
2: Mate, I've already I've already got one. Like I've always been very interested in this sort of thing. Like, you know, you guys have yeah, like you guys have pretty much just pushed me into something that was probably going to eventually happen anyway. Um Excellent. Yeah, so I've i've got many yeah and i've actually gone one step further which maybe next time we can touch on uh how i sort of got into this sort of hobby of yeah following these things
1: excellent i actually can't wait to can't wait to hear that now well let's wrap it up now thanks everyone for listening as ever if you have anything happening in your neck of the woods, then please message us on Gmail, say at village in, uh, village in crisis at com, on Twitter at village in crisis or Instagram village underscore in underscore crisis. I've also set up a TikTok account. I don't know how that works. I've got three followers. I don't know what to do to get more followers, but we're at village in crisis on TikTok um, where all three of us will feature this week. Um, I'll find a little snippet. Um, with us three on and i've set up a youtube channel which i also don't know how works it's got no followers i've put one video on and nobody has watched it um and that youtube channel is called uh village in crisis unsurprisingly so thanks again joel for coming on
0: thanks for having me guys
1: um, yeah thanks and,
0: joel it was a real pleasure and uh, thank, you, Roger. Lee, thank as, you as ever
1: uh stay on the chat guys we'll we'll end it now we'll say goodbye and then we'll have a little debrief bye everyone
2: Goodbye, everyone. See ya. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.